This is your announcer, Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. John Schaefer is cooperating with the feds. Don't judge him. Your boy Bland once snitched as well. Didn't work out quite as I hope though. Still waiting for Darren to forgive me. I swear, I only wanted Rob to get arrested. You gotta believe me. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Wow, huge wrinkle in a long time story for the Metal Injection Livecast. Welcome, it's Rob on another edition of the Livecast. It's April, it's sunny out. It's kind of crazy for me. I'm enjoying the weather, I'm enjoying life. Hopefully you are as well. Here with Sid and Darren tonight. Uh, Noah is a... Indisposed. She's, in, she's indisposed. She's in the bathroom. She had way too much tofu. You don't want to know. No, that she just she couldn't make it to the show today. Does Hopefully tofu make you go week. to the bathroom? It's about to. It sure to makes me go to the bathroom. What are you eating with? Like fucking the beans and the broccoli and shit? No, uh, no. I, I had like a pad thai. Anytime I have a, anytime I have tofu, just my it like flushes out my system in general. Mm. I might, I might just, just my body might not react to. That could be it. Tofu or soy. That, tofu is that, uh, well. nature, nature's styrofoam. So, Rob, you tell it, Ted, anyone who calls you a soy boy, you tell them technically you are incapable. I am not. Yes, I, I think I, I think I'm actually allergic to soy. I've, I've mentioned this on the show before. I tried that drink meal thing, Soylent. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I just had terrible shit, like Im- immediate <laughs> shits of just liquid it was disgusting i tried Off to a great start since that discussion <laughs> i tried soylent and uh, it was like the same as, have you ever eaten uh, potato chips with olestra they used to be a fad it was like uh, oh that's like what was in pringles or whatever that was the caused anal leakage yeah yeah i ate that and i had i don't want to say anal leakage but maybe like i would have to take a shit and all that would come out was like a little drop clear liquid like felt like diarrhea, but it wasn't a little world. for me. It was a fountain's worth. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened uh, with Olestra and uh, the Soylent did the same thing, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK, great. Good to know it wasn't just me. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you heard it at the top of the show. The big news today, actually, it broke. I'm very excited when news breaks on the morning of a show day because it's very fresh. Yes, Chuck tried to get you arrested. It's big news. (laughs) Well, the other thing that he mentioned, you know, we've been following this John Schaefer case, the guitarist of Ice Earth, who was on the front lines of the Capitol, right? One of the first people to breach the Capitol on January 6th. Yeah. Trendsetter. (laughs) Pioneer, even. And as you know, uh, Schaefer, he turned himself in. He's been in jail and his trial has been moving along or his hearings. I should say the trial hasn't started. He's very remorseful. That's right. Uh, Last week or two weeks ago, we talked about how his lawyer said he hoped for a do over. (laughs) And uh, uh, let me look up what I have it right here. Like the exact wording. Uh, uh, He's no threat to society. He has no criminal convictions. Uh, and all this stuff. But his bail was, of course, denied. And today it came out uh, in an article in BuzzFeed News that uh, he's 
working on a cooperation deal with the government. He's cooperating with the government. He's entering a plea deal or as they say on the streets, Schaefer be snitching. Man. John Snitcher is his real name. So, uh, and, oh, so let me read what it says here. The public filing was made in error, and uh, so and they Buzz accidentally was, revealed that he's yeah. Snitching? It was supposed to be a sealed oh. filing, and the prosecution accidentally oh. publicly filed it and wrote that negotiations with Schaefer were quote the first and most advanced involving any of the other 300 capital right defendants wow. he, that's he has well, well it, it, he might have not told them anything yet but he's the most cooperative essentially of anyone they've arrested is what this motion says it's the first time in john schaefer's life that he's life that he's been called the most advanced anything yeah. <laughs> uh and so what i love about like it's just incredible to me uh, what an about face this guy has made, because I want to read a quote from 2019. The headline is Ice Earth's John Schaefer, quote, I'm about as close to an anarchist as you can be. <laughs> you know, when you're not facing jail time, you're a real yeah. anarchist. So he says. This isn't a popularity. Okay, so ask in an interview if he thinks some Ice Earth fans might be turned off by his political beliefs, which he often espouses in the press. Schaefer, who has previously appeared on the Alex Jones show and uh, at Infowars, has said, this isn't a popularity contest. Even though you may think it is, this is my life, my soul, my spirit. I'm a songwriter and I'm not going to live in fear from the dumb shit that people say, whether they get it or not. So it, yeah, doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if somebody cares enough about the facts, they would look deep enough into what I actually stand for, which is really ultimate freedom. <laughs> I'm about as close to an anarchist as you can be. I'm not a fan of the government. I'm not. A fan, I'm not a fan of the government, but I will cooperate with them to get out of jail. It's <laughs> not a fan of the government, but he will go and uh, try to change the person who is in charge of the government yeah. to the guy. I'm not in charge. Care about. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the government. I'm not a fan of the left. They're just as ridiculous as the extreme right. The yeah, right people who want poor people to go to the doctor are exactly the same as people who want Jews to go to gas chambers. There's no difference whatsoever. Yeah. You follow the circle and you end up meeting. Oh, he's he's doing horseshoe theory here. Oh god. B both ends of the spectrum will end up at the same point at some point when you go extreme either way. Well, those are profound words. Yeah, they'll both end up in jail having to fucking talk <laughs> to the government and try to like work out a plea deal it sounds like. Yeah. If Ice Earth was to be alienated because of my personal view on things or the way that it gets delivered to the press, I don't think those are the kind of fans I want anyway. They're not deep enough to be an Ice Earth fan. So go listen to fucking Britney Spears or whatever. The pop. What year is this quote from? January 2019. So two years ago. <laughs> and Britney Spears is still his like go to pop culture reference. Go listen to fucking Britney Spears or whatever, <laughs> which is the ultimate dum dum music. <laughs> wow. What a what a joke. Yeah. And that's not what and that's not what metal is. But that's very erudite like iced earth, you know. Yeah. 
then I know there's plenty of metalheads out there that just buy into the clickbait and buy buy into the headlines. They don't do any research and it's just easy. So whatever. I don't care. I don't need to please everybody. That's not what I'm here to do. I don't care. Uh, he goes on to say, should I keep going? I mean, th- th- it's so fun to read these quotes and how he's personally contradicted these views in the last few weeks. Right. Well, he's, you know, it's when you're in your comfortable little sub- suburban enclave, it's very easy to be an anarchist. Yeah. Well, when push comes to shove, you know, you start crying, crying to the cops. He says, I'm not a right wing extremist and I'm not a left wing I don't play the Republican Democrat game. <laughs> he he says, plays the Republican game. Yeah, he only plays yeah. the Republican <laughs> game. I don't do it. I got no interest in it. It's shallow. It's stupid. It's divisive. <laughs> he doesn't like division. I don't like. I don't like Republicans or Democrats. I just agree with ninety nine point nine of the things that de- Republicans say constantly. <laughs> I'm an American first. That's where I was born. That's my country. And I'm loyal to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And really, if you dig into that, those documents and the people who wrote them are not perfect. And they weren't perfect, but they were pretty fucking amazing. And they yeah. understood history and they yeah. understood tyranny. Black people yeah. three fifths of a person. I mean, what's yeah. the big deal? It's pretty fucking amazing. We're and moving I'm proud on to-, to be an American. Well, I know how far. Have they ever covered that song? They should. They, he was the writer of that, so he actually wrote that for him. Is yeah. there a is there a more on the nose song for John Schaefer than that? I just well, love, he, I love that in the same quote he says he's as close to an anarchist as you can be, and then in the next breath he's loyal to the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Uh, yeah. Aren't all anarchists like all anarchists do? Aren't all anarchists fans of the founding fathers? Isn't that in the anarchy cookbook or whatever? Well, Rob, I don't know. I may, may, may have to school you on this, but even in an ideal anarchist society, you need rules. <laughs> you need a governing body. Otherwise, it doesn't work. You can't Don't have anarchy too- without archy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? So I want to get a point out. This is in January 2019. So this is deep into Trump. Yeah. Here and who he I I'm well, he was he marched eventually for Trump saying that yeah. the election was still for Trump. So you could say he's a Trump supporter. He said he's a Trump supporter in that in November. clip. So anyway, he goes on to say now he's saying this during a Trump presidency, January 2019. It's it's not even the election year, which was last year. We're moving into a very tyrannical system. The people are just wealthy enough to be able to deal with it. They think it hasn't affected them yet. A lot of people, but it is affecting them. It's affecting them through inflation, through the loss of purchasing power with their currency. Okay, I agree with that. And the loss of rights and the brutal taxation that's going on everywhere. Wow. Civilization is in collapse. The reason. <laughs> what are these just lyrics? Brutal taxation from. That's a good Iced Earth album, by the way. Brutal <laughs> Where do they get? That's it's the like, episode title. It's like for, for the last 40 years, this country's had the lowest taxes that it's ever had in in ever. 
Uh, even under Nixon, it was like 72% top marginal tax rate. Where are they? Look, what imaginary. He doesn't like these, these high property taxes for this seven American, properties that he Airbnbs. He said he liked the founding fathers because they knew history. He never said he knew history. Oh, <laughs> or economic. Uh, that's not true. That's not true. Because look, in this very. Uh, uh, let me look. So the reason it's rolling out the way it is historically, what always happens. So it is happening. You can sit around and go to sleep and watch television. That's what you want to do. Cause that's what that, what that is there for. It's a weapon. And if it makes me an extremist. Okay. So now he's an extreme, but here, here's the part. I understand the situation very clearly. Schaffer insists. Schaefer insists. I've been studying history my whole life. <laughs> I know what's going on to a large degree, but do I really care if everybody gets it? No, I don't. Cause there are enough people out there that do. He's talking about the oath keepers here, I guess. Well, it's like Sha Shaquille O'Neal shooting free throws. Like he can, some people can just do it repetitively and they just never improve. So he may have actually started. You're right. John Schaefer knows about history, which Shaquille O'Neal knows about free throws. Yeah, that's, that's very right. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Repetitions don't help if you just suck at something. Yeah. If you can't read, then reading the same <laughs> history book over and over doesn't really occur. Like, you still can't read. Yeah. It's just all gibberish to you. Uh, it's, it, you know, I, I wish, I, I mean, I don't wish, but I wonder, like, so he's saying, like, all of this is wrong. You know, the way society is right now is wrong. Okay. Like, what is his view of a utopia? Like, if he was president... <laughs> How should it be? You know, like how how libertarian is his well, his life? Jail. That's yeah, probably exactly. him. that would be day one. His first act as president would be releasing <laughs> himself from jail. You know what? It was his uh, utopia. Have you ever seen the movie Pleasantville? <laughs> Niels. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. It just I wonder if he. Uh, I'm just thinking back to the libertarian debate. Remember, uh, who was who was that candidate? Uh, the libertarian candidate uh, in the Perot. 2016. Ron oh. Johnson. What is it? Ron. Yeah. Oh, Gary Johnson. Gary. Johnson. Gary Johnson. So I don't know if you guys remember, there was like a libertarian uh, debate uh, with him. Uh, let me let me. Uh, is that when he didn't know what Aleppo was? It was that year, but it wasn't at that thing. Okay. So. Rob, do you know what Aleppo is? Let's see. Quick. What's Aleppo? Isn't that uh, the capital of one of those Middle Eastern countries? Bosnia? Yeah. No. What, well, what? well no. you had the fish of those. Not said Bosnia. You I shouldn't have said Bosnia. Syria? I thought Aleppo was those those people who cut their genitalia off. That were <laughs> those are Nullos. Oh, uh, Nullo. Nullo, Aleppo. So I want to show, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know if Schaefer uh, would would identify as a libertarian but he certainly has some libertarian beliefs and i want to yes, show this an anarchist in a song oh that's well an extremist <laughs> conservative historian yeah yeah he identified as many things a calorie it was counter be, it was supposed to be Easter snitch for when he started but now <laughs> <laughs> so here here's a short clip from the uh libertarian debate that i wanted to just share with you guys right. oh boy <clears throat> They're debating uh, how how low the uh, age of consent should be in every state. Oh, my God. Uh, that'll be the next clip. Should someone have to have a government-issued license to drive a car? Hell no. What's next? <laughs> Requiring a license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Pause it. I'm <laughs> sorry. That, that guy. That guy, this is just a real person. person. 
I don't know who the Daryl yeah. Perry. We're gonna have to look him up. Sid, doesn't he look like a refried Jordan Cooper? He really like, this does. is just That's for exactly. Sid. I was gonna say yes. <laughs> just for Sid. Yes. Nobody just else knows who that is. Not but, this can't be a real person. It looks but, like but, okay. It's, if Ron Howard was stretched out on a torture rack. Let's just describe for the listeners. So there's like 10 white guys at podiums. Every podium just says libertarian on it. Like it doesn't have their names. It just. Yeah, the, they're just the board. Just, everybody's a piece of the libertarian. And, and this guy looks like a very frail, skinny guy. He has the tan where it's clear he was wearing shades for a long time. Uh-huh. And. And he it's forgot okay. to take his Spock years off from the Star Trek convention also. <laughs> let, 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 let's just play this whole clip. It's 22 right seconds. Should someone have to have a government-issued license to drive a car? Hell no. What's next? Requiring a <laughs> license to make toast in your own damn toaster? Yeah. He also sounds like Jordan. It's crazy. The license you know, to drive? You know, I'd like to see some competency exhibited by people before they drive. How dare you? Traitor to the cause. <laughs> you know, and it, this is 2016. To be fair, it was not a lot of political issues going on. Uh, <laughs> this was in the forefront back then. I know it's a long time ago. It's hard to remember. People having driver's licenses was really a big people actually wanted there to be driver's licenses. Seems quaint now. <laughs> It's a very passionate issue for a lot of people. And so I think you're right on the pulse of what, what America needed. Here, here's another hot button issue they were debating. The president has no constitutional authority to regulate drugs. That being said, at the state level, I would support some legislation that would stop children from being allowed to purchase drugs and prosecute anyone who would put a child in danger. Because I do believe that children do need some protection. Yes, you should not be able to sell heroin to a five-year-old. <laughs> just caricatures of human beings like it, it, it's it it feels like a sketch you know it, i will say that it would be a libertarian who would show up to one of these things and just boo anything anyone says just for the laughs yes so, so you can so you can be allowed to do it like yeah, you know, yeah. i have a constitutional right to boo everybody for anything <laughs> okay so this guy daryl perry now this is where uh, getting our Patreon, getting our video Patreon really pays off, which by the way, for five bucks a month, patreon.com slash metal injection livecast, you get access to video versions of all of our podcasts, as well as bonus episodes. We just put up a brand new bonus episode, two and a half hours. We watch the Lemmy documentary and we watch it. You watch it with us and, and shit gets weird. So I, I we have, say, I, I said this last week, but I, if I mean, it's just the best, just the funniest experience that we've had doing Patreons. Amazing. So I just want to show, I want to show this Daryl Perry guy. This is his website. This is the oh, photo he chooses to display. This is current or is this like. This is current. This is right now. You can go to Daryl oh, W. Perry.com. He's aged a lot in four years, man. <laughs> well, he cut the hair. I think the hair was the hiding face, a lot. Of, he looks older. A lot of weathering like, was. Uh, oh. He yeah. ran the New there York Marathon on Team Innocence Project. Okay, that's oh. something. He looks he did like not if, get the four percent to get looks like, ballot access for the Libertarian Party. He looks like if Ron Perlman got his stomach stapled and just uh, <laughs> lost 150 pounds, and then had the shit beaten out of him by a non-stomach stapled Ron Perlman. 
I believe that everyone should have a right to have force five-year-old children to be stomach stable. Well, I disagree with that. <laughs> oh, man, this photo. <laughs> he looks different in every photo, and they're all- He really he does. He's like grown-up bad boy. <laughs> they're all so- <laughs> This poor man. Was Aria his... Di Mezzo? Oh, my the... God, his Twitter <laughs> photo. <laughs> Jeez, he doesn't tooth. believe dentists need licenses either, I guess. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. All right. What is he calling in, Rob? Uh, we actually have old Drake on the line right now. Oh, I, I meant Daryl, but okay, fine. I'll Here's settle for the musician. Right there he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's bring him in. Give him a second to log on. Oh, hey. What's going on? There right. he is. Hello, hello, old Drake. Uh, mute himself. Well, you're you're a little muted. <laughs> I think you're being a little muted. <laughs> there oh. we go. There we go. How are you? Great. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. It's a little uh, late night. It's a late night party for you. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm literally next to my bed, about to get in it. <laughs> oh, wow. What's your typical bedtime? Because right now, in your, it's like 11:30 where you are, right? Yeah, well, we have two kids, so there isn't a bedtime. It's whenever. <laughs> How old are they? Uh, we have one who's almost four and one that's seven months. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and you're not, like, keeping them awake at the moment with your no. chattering? Everyone is upstairs asleep and I'm oh. downstairs. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> so the new album is Hell Unleashed. Comes out April 30th, Napalm Records. Your first album in quite a while. Your last album was in 2013. Were you just making babies? Where where'd you guys go? <laughs> yeah, lots of babies. No, um, I left in 2013 um, for, for many reasons, but uh, the band carried on without me. And 2018, it just, it came around again and I rejoined. And we started writing the music again. And then COVID happened. And then my brother leaves the band. And it was just an amalgamation of all these different things that meant eight years. <laughs> I see. So why did you decide to leave the band initially? What was your, what was your feeling? Um, I think I, I'd put like 24-7 into the band. You know, a lot of the time I wouldn't have a job. Eva would be my job. And, you know, the older you get, the, the bills you have to pay and life changes. And it just became an unrealistic way of living, really. And, you know, we'd, we'd tour for two months and come home and it'd be like, how much did you make? It's like, make? What? <laughs> experiences. Yeah. We have all these experiences. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw um, the Hoover Dam. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I could see. So real life kind of got in the way, and it was like, all right, the band isn't sustainable. But then, what? Why did you decide I need the band back in my life? <laughs> uh, I was actually talking to my brother, who was still in the band at the time, and the guy who replaced me just completely disappeared off the face of the earth. And I just joked, "Well, if you need a lead guitarist, you know, let me know." And and it they did, so I joined. <laughs> did things feel a little different uh once you were back in or no like no it was like um riding a bike it was completely exactly the same you know same guys same vibe 
it was just fun. It was great. And then was it sort of like your brother was starting to feel like what you felt a few years before where he was like, Oh, I need to get my shit together or what was going on? Yeah. I think it, it was a bit that, but you know, he's got three kids and mm. he's got a, a demanding job. And I just think he didn't enjoy it as much anymore. I like when I finished the music of the album and it was like a year of waiting for the lyrics and the vocals. And I think we knew what was coming. We, we knew he was going to leave. So it was just a matter of time really. And yeah, he, he probably got burned out as well. I see. Can we, can we just for one brief second, double back. Did, did they eventually figure out what happened to the other guitarist or is he still missing? Um, I, I stream on Twitch and someone came in the chat and said, oh, hi, I know Piers, the guy who replaced you. And I, and I was like, oh, what happened to Piers? And they just put, he got married. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm. There we go. Fair enough. But he's alive. I just, yes, just wanted that to well. be clear. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Sid's a very concerned person. He, did, yeah. he doesn't like cliffhangers like that. <laughs> So it's been a year of lockdown. How have you been keeping busy other, other than the music, obviously? Um, well, two kids, the music. Um, I, I kept watching Matt Hafey on, um, on Twitch and just wondering like, how the hell you do that. So I was asking him how to get set up and I got some help uh, from a friend called Chris and just got set up on Twitch really. And I've just been doing that as much as I can. And, you know, I, I work full time as well. And, it's just evil job, family, Twitch, and it's just been keeping me really busy. And beyond that, it's just trying to fit in sleep whenever it is possible. <laughs> so what do you do on Twitch typically? Like what's your typical stream like? Um, we, we just kind of, it's, it's mainly we just hang out and um, I just play some requests or I play some evil stuff. Um, people come in the chat and I have this um, odd ability to listen to a song and figure it out as it's playing. And so I take requests of any song from any genre in the world. And that can be like careless whisper to hammer smashed face. <laughs> and, and we just have a really good time. It's, it's, it's a fun, it's really fun. Yeah. What was the weirdest thing somebody asked you to play? Um, I, th well, Hey Macarena was pretty strange. <laughs> um, but I kind of pulled it off the wrecking ball by Miley Cyrus, okay. which is really, it really works as a metal song, by the way. Oh um, yeah. Uh, there's been about loads, destruction. But, so. Pardon? Cause it's about destruction. So yeah. Yeah. It's pretty metal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears. Uh, I, I can't. I can't remember. It's it's almost midnight. <laughs> My brain's dying. I mean, to put you on the spot, but that's there's a couple of good, uh, good weird ones there. Yeah, Not yeah. Arena. I haven't thought about that in like twenty years. <laughs> I I didn't do the dance. I didn't dance. No. <laughs> if you want to make the, up for that now, yeah, by yeah. all means. Oh, I'm I'm sat down now. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly the hands, though. You just do the hands. <laughs> All right. We'll edit in the song later. Yeah. We'll make a GIF. Yeah. What's a GIF? It's a GIF, Sid. How it's a dare GIF. you? Yeah. It's a GIF. Didn't the You're guy outvoted. who invented it say it's supposed to be pronounced GIF? Doesn't matter. 
irrelevant. Just trying to be respectful. In case he's watching, I just want to be respectful to the man. When you birth a word into the English language, it's there to be it, to transmute itself however it wants to, Sid. Yeah, fair enough. usage. We'll make Screw it. That changed it. <laughs> well, and I can't help but notice your incredible beard and even more specifically just this fantastic Yosemite Sam mustache you're, <laughs> you're sporting here. I'm 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 jealous I'm having like mustache on me. Like this is the most my mustache will grow at all. I can never actually it came from when I was younger, I, I stopped shaving. It, I didn't want to grow a beard, but the more it grew, the more I noticed it it hid the fact that I look eight years old. <laughs> so the bigger it got the, the happier I felt. And one time I did shave it off and I was just so disappointed in myself. And <laughs> I just tried to grow it back as quick as possible. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not too long ago, I accidentally like shaved too far and I was like, all right, that's it. I got to shave my beard. Yeah. And I didn't realize I was hiding like two chins under here this whole time. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so long. I, I have no chins. I just have a child under there. I mean, no, me as a child. No, that that sounded. <laughs> Whoa! What are you hiding under there? <laughs> a whole family. That's <laughs> where your kids are napping, just inside your beard. Yeah. <laughs> Warm. So, are you looking forward to you know with the the al- the album release? First of all, it's not a typical release. You can't be on the road. You can't be promoting it. Uh, but now you you are finding uh, I'm guessing unique ways to do it, like with the t- Twitch stream and, and doing podcasts and stuff. It's it's not a typical album release cycle for you guys. No, it's really not typical, and it's 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 very annoying because the the main thing that makes me enjoy being in a band is playing for people, and we're, it's like we're releasing this album and it's kind of going off into an abyss, and and then that's it. And we can't do anything beyond that yet. And it's just really frustrating. I mean, people have been saying, should we do streaming, like stream a live show? But seeing as it's like effectively a new lineup with me on vocals now that I, I don't want the first time we go out to be playing to a, a small camera and some text. It's just, it, it doesn't feel right. So we're just waiting until we can get back out there really. And you guys are ready to go, I'm guessing. And so you're itching to get yeah. back out there. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's it's been too long, especially for me. I, I've not done it since 2013, and the the band actually carried on. So they've done gigs in between, but I just I, I just miss it so much. And was it a difficult decision for you to decide to become the vocalist now, or was it just like, oh well, who else is going to? You know, it just kind of made sense. Uh, it was difficult because it wasn't the plan. I mean, when Matt left, it was kind of like, well, what are we going to do? Because I, I know what metal fans are like. As soon as a singer leaves a metal band, you know, you're in trouble. <laughs> so um, we thought we could either get a new guy, brand new face, but we thought, I think that the path of least resistance would be a familiar face. And Joel, our bassist, didn't want to do it. Ben, our drummer, plays at a thousand miles an hour and probably shouldn't be singing at the same time. And it was just left to me. And, you know, I'm a fan of like old Sepultura and that's kind of the vibe that I wanted to put in the new stuff. So I thought, why not I just do it myself? 
So I'm in the middle of learning how to sing properly at the moment. I'm still learning. Well, that it sounds like a fun challenge. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm working with um, Melissa Cross, who's really helping me out. Oh, awesome. And it's just so difficult. I didn't realize how difficult singing was until I was forced to learn how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recorded well, the, the demo vocals of the songs, and every time I did it, I could taste blood in my throat. And oh, I just wow. thought, I, I don't think I'm doing this right. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I, I've gotten in advance of the record and I really, really dig it. I love the uh, old school thrash vibes. And I, it's just like really fun to hear thrash yeah, riffs you. In, a, in a modern setting. And is that like a bit of a challenge to, you know, you you guys have your established sound, you know, you, you know what your fans are kind of looking for. And then to kind of, also put a new spin on it at the same time um no i i don't think it's a challenge because when i rejoined i i kind of have my formula that i work with and, and how i write songs and how the band gets together with them and it, it gets to the point where there's been like 18 versions of each song and i'm, I'm so used to building on them now that it's it just becomes second nature and uh, the eval sound is pretty much the riffs that I'd start with. So um, it's just we, our goal on this one was to make each song fun and just not have any lulls or, you know, lose interest in the song. So it, we spent pretty much two years on the, the whole album. I know that doesn't sound right. Nine songs, two years, but that's, that's what happened. <laughs> hey, some bands spend 20 years on <laughs> well, yeah. nine songs. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, the album is called Hell Unleashed. I'm very excited for everyone to hear it. And I'm excited for shows to come back, first of all, and then to be able to see you guys play these songs live. Because uh, these these songs sound like they need to be played live. Yeah, it, the album is just an excuse to play them live. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I can't wait to get about, back out there. I mean, COVID's obviously a problem, but the other problem we have over here is Brexit, which means that the UK has left the, the EU. And I can only speak as a musician. I don't really get into politics, but it's it's become so expensive for us to go there that at the moment it's unrealistic for us to tour in the EU. And, oh, wow. You know, for a UK band, the EU is kind of the, the bread and butter, you know, it's it's the Germanys and everything, but we have no idea how, what's going to happen. So we're just crossing our fingers, basically. That's great. Yeah. You know, you don't really, I mean, you think about it, obviously, because you have to deal with it. But like me as an American, when you hear about Brexit, you don't really put it into like, oh, how is it really going to affect, you know, touring bands? So yeah, it's, it's really restricting UK bands and, and a lot of bands that are touring like from America or from the EU are just completely missing out the UK as well, just because of the, the complications. So it's not the best decision, I don't think. Yeah. Well, hopefully it'll all work out. And in the meantime, you, we have all of this wonderful music. The album is Hell Unleashed. I don't want to keep you too long. I know it's time for bed. Yeah. So thank you for, <laughs> for making some time for us this late at night. And uh, and hopefully we'll we'll be able to see you uh, on this side of the pond soon. As they yeah, say. I hope so too. I, I miss it so much over there. We, we did about five months in 2010. Um, like we did two months and then came home and then three months in a row. And I, I don't remember a lot of it. 
and that's that's not alcohol related it's just there were so many gigs that it's just a blur of america and canada so but we really hope to get back there awesome well we look forward to seeing you uh and thank you thank you for taking the time to hang out with us here tonight no thank you very much for having me awesome man well have have a great one see you guys that was old drake the album is hell unleashed april 30th great great thrash i really enjoy it so good stuff there i'm just glad that the old guitarist isn't dead i was really worried yeah (laughs) who knows these days so moving on in technology news Mm -hmm. oh we should mention yeah we should mention that we want to send the ultimate of ultimate good vibes to dmx who is not doing well he overdosed this weekend he's in intensive care last i heard yesterday or two days ago his children were flying in to see him which does not seem like a good sign but hopefully he will recover yeah. The world heard, needs DMX. I heard he was actually he brain damaged. Like he had it. Yeah, there was like a state. Yeah. Yeah. That's, usually that's you don't get much of a recovery from yeah. that point. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, but it's a I, bummer. I didn't, I didn't mean to distract. I just had a technical difficulty putting my background up, so I just tried to sneak it in there. But I'm glad we could wish him some well before moving on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to talk about technology news. Uh, You know, the world, like we are in a masked world right now. Like masks are here for the immediate future, I would say. You know, like it's going to be at least, I want to say at the very least a year until, you know, people will not, you know, until uh, businesses, let's say, will stop mandating masks. At I least the, I'm being wearing very, masks. I'm, yeah, I agree with I love that. It. I may wear a mask forever. It's just also the fact that there's just like with chicken pox and all this other stuff, like there's people who can't get the vaccine for immune system reasons and whatever else, not anti-vaxxers, but people who literally will die if they get it, a small percentage. But you don't want to, you know, they you don't want them to get the, the virus. The virus is still going to be around and be passed to people just can't hurt you. So For you me, it's a much more selfish, of course, reason than that. It's I just it eliminates the need for a poker face. <laughs> like I could lie about anything to whoever I want and they can't like I, even if I crack up, they can't see. I can make <laughs> any kind of face. I could stick my tongue out at people. They don't know. Just anything's going it's on. It's like sunglasses for your mouth. Yeah, I'm a little worse. I mean, in theory, yes, I, I'm always afraid. Like if I pass by someone and like I mouth fuck you, like because they did something stupid, like that they pick it up from the visible part of my face, you know, or if I'm smiling, they can tell I mean, through my eyes. You know, I've done it dozens of times and so far nobody's picked up on it. For me, it's the opposite. It's that I'm smiling at someone and I think, oh, they have no idea I'm smiling. You know, like a like a hello greeting when you pass someone the, on the street. The easy solution: just stop smiling. <laughs> Who are you smiling at, Rob? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you'll never tell uh, just well, like the hickey mystery <laughs> I have to say uh, 
I like the what I love the masks in the winter too. One added benefit is it keeps your face warm, yeah. you know, which was always something I hated. But in the summer, it's a little it's a little harder because it's harder to breathe. It's hot. It's humid. So Try leave it to the with COVID. Well, uh, <laughs> certainly, but I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's more challenging to wear the mask in warmer temperature than cooler temperature. But don't worry. Will I am has you covered with yeah. the super mask, super mask, super mask, Start super, super, super mask for all of our uh, our audio listeners. It starts with an X, so it's like super mask. <laughs> yes. How do you joking around? How do you really say this? I assume super mask. I assume you just say it. So just put a fucking S there, you dumb motherfuckers. What maybe it? maybe that was already uh, uh, trademarked, so so they couldn't. The yeah, I like that John, commercial. Little John Denver. Yeah, it's a catchy fucking song. Remember we played, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but we have a, a version of that uh, mashed up with St. Anger. Oh, Do I don't remember, remember that. that. Maybe later in the show we can mm. do that. I think I have it. So anyway, so Will I Am is doing this the world wrestling battery oh, no, sports no. entertainment what is happening i was trying to make a joke super, super, super <laughs> mask there we go <laughs> super mask uh he's he's working with honeywell which is like a washing machine company you know they, they do okay. like appliances doesn't honeywell also like general electric make appliances and also weapons and stuff like uh, oh like sure, a, a weapons company, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it. I don't want to slander them if they're not, but I think so. so I'm sure uh, doing something shitty. The the Will I Am worked in partnership with Hollywood costume designer Jose Fernandez, who was also behind SpaceX's spacesuits, and the Super Mask comes equipped with dual three speed fans and HEPA filters. What's the fan's purpose? It's like to keep it from overheating, like a yeah, to keep your to keep your face cool, and also probably to keep the air circulated. Hmm. Uh, and the, with the filters, it's like filtering the air for you. Uh, and wearing, and also not only so the the big gimmick of these masks is beyond just the fans and the filters is there's wireless earbuds on them. So, you, so they'll fit around your ears and you can listen to music with just your mask where the earbuds look to be like kind of attached to the mask so you won't mm -hmm. lose the buzz. Uh, That's so chintzy looking. It's just like glued onto the side of the mask. <laughs> and it seems like, yeah, it would break off pretty easily. Now, what is, I mean, what is the, should have word this correctly. How, where's the music coming from? Is it the, the, the thing is also an MP3 player or like what? No, it's like they're Bluetooth headphones. So you connect it to your phone. So why does it need to be attached to the mask then? I have no idea. It's <laughs> so, so that they can charge $300. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I can really... understand it would actually not be uncool completely if it was actually also a, like a storage device that held your music and you could like breathe to but, the but left. Then, and if but that, that wouldn't work though, because if it was a storage device, it would need a battery. You'd have to charge the battery. The battery could explode on your face. You don't want that. Figure it out. I guess you have to charge it anyway, because the headphones themselves would need battery power. Yeah. So there is a, a charging port. Dumbass shit. Rip off. Uh, well, what's well, so I funny got... is I learned, 
Go ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, I was say, Will, Will I am got mad that Ja Rule was uh, doing the fire <laughs> fest. He had to come up with his own scheme. Well, what I learned is this isn't even like the first product in the market. They're like copying Razor, which is a keyboard company mm-hmm. who made their own version of these masks. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Project Hazel. So oh, that's they're really like, cool. Like, so you can like sniff in and out with your nose and like type the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog and shit. Is that how that works? No, <laughs> that doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It has nothing to do with keyboards. It has nothing. It's just that. So these masks and, and they're, if you could see here, the razor mask, I would say they look cooler, mm. uh, but <laughs> they still look terrible. They still look, I would feel like such a dork wearing this, but so the, the big gimmick is they have a clear plastic front. It looks like, it looks so like people a disco would see gas your, mask. Yeah, people would see your your lips move. So they so everything that Sid likes about masks, it yeah. wouldn't really work with yeah, these. Get out of here. Pass. Like, oh fuck! I uh, I sneezed and sexted my mother by accident. Uh, but this, so here's some of the the ridiculous thing. It has a low light mode. The smart mask interior lights up automatically when you're in the dark allowing you to express yourself clearly regardless of lighting conditions. What a big problem this is for people. And then voice amp technology. There is a built-in mic and amplifier combo pad pending. So it will amplify your voice through these fucking speakers. Question. Isn't this like just contributing to encouraging people to go interact with other people, which they're not supposed to be doing during this? Yeah. Like, but it's protected. Can, it's safe. People can hear you better. You low and low. It's safe, but you st- the mask. You're supposed to wear a mask and not be around people, not just wear a mask. Well, because they're so far from you, they can't hear you. That's where the amplification helps. Oh, I see. <laughs> this is for like when you go to Chipotle and you. Yeah, like I'm sorry. What extra guac? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know yeah. it's extra. I'm willing to pay. Give me the guac. Hey, Rob, you don't. Even, I have another mask. You don't even have to talk. You just like make fart sounds with your mouth, and it types. And then the person gets that in their brain if they also have the they have the brain mask. Or they, yeah. we could get the mask that has its own guacamole dispenser and then <laughs> oh! doesn't have to scream about extra guac anymore. Yeah, one nostril has the one flavor of guac, another one spicy and classic, mild. <laughs> He goes right up your nose. Hold on. Oh, you want spicy? You snort that guac <laughs> right into your fucking brain. The fucking guac booger schnot mask. <laughs> Perfect. Yum. Go ahead. Sorry. No. <laughs> um. But uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. What you I'm just saying. have guac on the brain now. I got guac on the brain, baby. <laughs> that shit. Uh, I want to do this. Super, 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 super guac. guac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Play Supernaut and get run run that one. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, that's true. That's another good one. Oh, I wanted to play this clip. An amazing. So while we're on the topic of COVID, mm-hmm. you know, some people th- there are reasonable, rational reasons why some people are against getting the vaccine. Yes. Uh, various oh. allergies, various diseases, or. Uh, you know, uh, uh, preg- uh, someone who was pregnant or hoping Microchips. to be pregnant. Like, no. I'm sorry. Microchips. Micro. Well, no, 
That's that's where things veer off. Hold on. That's a benefit to getting the vaccine. Yeah. Oh, my, my signal is so much since I've gotten the first my first shot of the vaccine. But I wanted to play this clip from Jim Baker, oh. who I'm not sure if we've played Jim Baker on the show before, but he's like one of those uh, one of those uh, religious fellas you might have heard of. He's old school fire brimstone fake preacher. And so he has a take <laughs> on on why you shouldn't take the vaccine. And I have to tell you, it's a take we haven't heard yet. Oh. I got this from Right Wing Watch, so let me just. Zombies that are on the earth are a disease like any other disease. What? <laughs> now, Zombies are on the earth like, like, I like how he's saying it so matter of factly. Like we, we all agree. We're all on the same, you know, let's the, the base argument here. We all know zombies are a problem. Well, would I be, would I be giving too much benefit of the doubt if I conjectured that he's using zombies as a metaphor for something else? Well, let's see. Zombies that are on the earth are a disease like any other disease. (laughs) that affects people and they become like zombies. Is that right? Forgive me, but that's only part of the story. Zombies, uh, zombies also have the evil spiritual entity known as demon possession, okay? Mm. So is it a metaphor, Darren? It doesn't seem like a metaphor. I can't tell, because well, <laughs> the other guy, Baker, said uh, like their people become like zombies. But then this guy is talking about demons. So, I, so uh, he's so saying it's explain. even worse. They cut to another guy who's in a room full of portraits of lions that I'm guessing he's done himself. And he he's looks like alpha. a ge- he looks like a Gentile Mandy Patinkin. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the he's the zombie expert, I guess. He looks like Santa out of the Santa suit, basically. <laughs> I'm tired of schlepping this bag. Every because day, there is no rationale with a zombie. So (laughs) zombies are, you can't rationalize with zombies. He means Antifa, I think. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, The best way to explain zombies bloodlust is this, the appetite of demons expressed through humans. It should be astonishing to people that the richest people in the world, not all of them, but some of them, some are into occult ceremonies where they have to drink, you know, blood that's, that's extracted from a tortured child. Now that's, ah, that's, that's sick. Well, that's basic shit. expressed through humans. The ancient world dealt with monsters, mythological and real. And this is something that is really important to get through. The disease will basically destroy the human defenses. God gave us defenses as humans to resist the devil and he will flee. But mm-hmm. when you're inviting, or mm-hmm. what's the word I want? Embracing abject demon possession, giving yourself over. And but to be clear, yeah, abject email. abject demon possession is accepting the vaccine, to be clear. To <laughs> be inhabitant, be inhabited by the demons who then become your inhabitants it's a twofold be inhabited by the demons who become your inhabitants wow i mean he's a kook but i appreciate how clear he wants to be about his wording that's a very uh good quality <laughs> are these iced earth lyrics <laughs> oh, what i'm saying jim is they can induce zombieism at least the appetite for human flesh does he mean zionism 
no, no, zombieism. No. The appetite for human flesh. Like, Darren, there is no metaphor here. They're being very literal. Well, They're well, saying I, the vaccine will make you a zombie. This guy is being literal. I think what Jim Baker was trying to like give him an out and say, mm. people are like zombies? No, 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 actually. Uh, <laughs> Jim Baker being the voice of reason is never a good thing. I believe it was said best in The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 6. Yeah. <laughs> the the, the foremost scientific manual of our time. <laughs> the thing, it's both hands, right hand and left hand, and the left hand simply is the evil spiritual possession of that zombie. Which hand's the good so one again? The, I mean, I, is it going to be on the test? <laughs> <laughs> zombie critical? What is this? Protocol. Zombie oh. protocol. And then I think people should say, okay, if this is all wild stuff, why does the military have a manual about it? Yeah. Why does the CDC even have anything on their, on their members? Center for Disease Control or creation if there are no zombies did you hear that if 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 there are no zombies why was there a documentary called world war z that i saw (laughs) in a theater the whole subject of zombies could be just boiled down at one end to a genetically modified human that is no longer human on the level that you and I or a living being is, then that corpse, that walking, animated, there's a better word, it's not living, an animated corpse is possessed by a demonic entity. So Steven Seagal, he just described. I think he's trying to explain why Barry Bonds doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) (laughs) It's a more coherent argument than most people who make that argument. To do nothing else but to destroy and I think that's the easiest way I can explain it. <laughs> oh, okay. Makes perfect sense. Oh, wow. You see, his head is just really big. If you look at him in 1992, uh, he had a tiny head, and now he has a gigantic head. <laughs> there is a CDC uh, thing about zombie preparedness, but it what? very clearly looks like a joke. Oh. Well, it's like it. a goof, you know? It's like a... Um, not quite an April 1st for the kids. Yeah, it's, it's really from the CDC, though. Yeah, you just if you Google CDC, CDC, if you Google CDC zombies, you'll see it. You, you'll I get just it. feel result. like they do things like that, like limited hangouts to make to do something ridiculous so that you don't actually look into the real shitty things the government's doing, like not conspiracy theory stuff, just shitty negligence. Who's do who are you talking about? What do you mean? When you say like they, go- who's they? Like government agencies. Like, I think they'll put, like, they have, they release UFO shit, like ridiculous, clearly fake or clearly not inconsequential UFO stuff so that conspiracy nuts will start going, oh, look what the government's doing. And then you don't pay attention to like actual line item shit the government's mm. actually doing to hurt people. Well, this conspiracy nuts don't pay attention to the actual shit anyway, whether the government releases anything for them or not. They'll find something anyway. No, but I th- but, but regular what it folks, does, yeah. What I'm saying is like regular folks will net conflate stupid, mm. crazy yeah. criticism of the government with real criticism That's and fair. dismiss all of it. Yeah. Well, not John Schaefer, though, because he studied history. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys paid attention to that. He said that earlier. He's really a big studier of history. I do remember that. Have you tried to get a jailhouse interview with him, Rob? 
I have not. Would you show up uh, to do it or do it over the airwaves? Uh, well, I'm not flying to Indiana to interview fucking John Schaefer. Oh. That would be huge. Yeah. If he's snitching, maybe he'll snitch on other metal musicians, too, if you ask him. He'd rat everybody <laughs> out. What if they only allow people in for conjugal visits? Would you like sneak in? Not, I'd say doing it, but like just just sneak in pretending to uh, be his wife or something? <laughs> like like cross-dress? Like Bugs Bunny, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess if, if it were to get, like I, I need to get something for metal injection out of it. Like I'd have to get yeah. a, an interview. Like, yeah. dude, what were you doing? We just released like, what the you, just start a catfish relationship. Give him a handy. Start start a John Schaefer OnlyFans. <laughs> Only yeah. slams. No, I don't. I just ate a cafeteria pizza. I feel like a pig. Real <laughs> 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 bomb, brother. <laughs> oh my god. Bless. Bless. So let's see what else is going on in the world. Uh, we can talk about, uh, uh, I want to talk about, there was a artificial intelligence software that wrote a Nirvana song. Did you guys hear about this one? Did you guys hear about this? You mean so like basically this a version of what a Nirvana song would be or like wrote a, a song in Nirvana's catalog It was actually written by AI? The former. Oh, so basically, the uh, uh, computer was fed thirty uh, Nirvana songs, and it analyzed like the rhythms and all that, like you know, all the the sound, and generated what would be a song in that style. Okay, so you, and I have to say, it sounds. It sounds like a Nirvana song. The vocals are performed by a human, but oh. the lyrics were, were written by the computer. Oh, really? So wait, yeah. somebody input, like type in all the lyrics to the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. They analyze the lyrics and everything. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So I have to say like when the music starts, it's like, okay, I could believe this This is like a Nirvana song that I hadn't heard. Uh -huh. But then when the vocals start, it's like, oh, I could believe this is like a late 90s alt rock band that some A&R guy signed because his boss told him, get me yeah. the next Nirvana. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, let me just play a little clip of this. And then you guys tell me what you think. Do you hear it? Sounds like fuel or something. Or like Bush. Bush, yeah. What are the lyrics? I wish the lyrics were. I think it's it. Hold on. Puddle of mud. Yeah, they are. Just using lyrics from other songs. Like, yeah, AI, like, piece together. Yeah. 
They did one like that with Metallica too. Yeah, they did one for Hendrix. It was like a whole project for mental uh, health awareness. And uh, actually, Mrs. Smith commented on on this story, and she had a good line like, "Nothing helps a musician's mental health like knowing how easily they could be replaced by a computer." (laughs) 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 And if you're a musician and this is your ceiling, then your mental health is probably already pretty rough. (laughs) (laughs) This is the best you can do. Good musicians Um, cannot be replaced by this. It kind of reminded me there's something we posted where a engineer took a Van Halen song uh, running. I think it was running with the devil and uh, and he time corrected it. He he corrected it to fit the meter perfectly and it took out all of the soul uh, running with the devil. He took out like all of the soul in in the song, like even the opening bass riff that that's not even in time. So it, it was so wild hearing the the final version because it just like it sounded terrible. You Is know, this it what sounded killed like... Eddie? <laughs> hearing this, maybe. Uh, do we want to hear like a, a little sample sure. of that? Sure. Sure. Let me get this get this up here. Give me one moment. And all of these links are available on Metal Injection. You can just do a little a little googly 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 moogly. All right. Burping, burping all over the place here. Here. I got it, folks. I got it. Have a listen. Hear it? Do you see it? Oh, so good. Why is it sharing my whole screen? There you go. Okay, as you can see, I've successfully butchered this song. And as my good friend John Painter says, taken all the danger out. Is this so, like calm Lewis Black? Yeah, right? <laughs> That's not like that, that was it. So it sounds awful. It sounds like not fun at all. But what do we do? Oh, here, we go, we go that about leaving it alone. No. Imagine Led Zeppelin or the Rolling Stones perfectly lined up. Two of the greatest feeling drummers to ever play would have never been heard properly. So you're about to see that although it doesn't feel like the tempo is all over the place in Running With The Devil, there was obviously no click, and the time moves and breathes and rushes and drags to perfection. So what's the point? Don't kill a groove just because you have the tools to. And if your song feels great, but doesn't look like it's locked to the grid, turn your computer monitor around. Now, so, excuse me, I'm going to finish this open heart surgery yeah. that I was doing. <laughs> well, he's well, like a doctor. As I've kind of gone in and tried to find some type of... So he shows this process. Okay. A general tempo that it seems that this song is at. Which was tough because there was no how, click. It sounds the same. So I kind of came I up with ninety-five. You can hear it here, here. See, it's out of time. This is 
the original, to be clear. Now it's locked into the tempo. Right there, it kind of comes close to something being 95. You can see here, it's kind of... What were you going to say? Like, why is... How is it out of time? Isn't that just a different beat that he's that he's playing? Like a fast Well, he one? said he found the average beat per minute in the song, and then he set up... It speeds up and slows down, is what you're saying. Yeah, it doesn't maintain the, the time. And then so he corrects that. He corrects there, fluctuating from the meter... And then it takes the soul out of the song. Close to the grid. If it speeds up. I mean, even these two bars, even the, even the very intro of the song, there aren't like four beats in a row that are in time with anything. Which it doesn't mean a thing. It just means that these guys are playing as a band. And it sounds great. It's gonna but like my favorite thing about this is he's advocating for why you shouldn't do this, and he, he basically shows it to you. That whole process on video would take forever. Um, so let me do that and Can I ask a question. We'll come back yeah. to win. Who is this for? Is like, who are the people that were like, you know, engineering would have been so much better if they just stuck to the meter. Like, nobody said that. So no, like this is for producers to be like, why you shouldn't produce your bands? Yeah, stick to the he's meter. saying they're doing that now extensively. Why it sucks. No one did it to Van Halen. Because these programs didn't exist. Right, and so he's saying if they did, Van Halen wouldn't sound okay, good. As you can see, I've successfully butchered this song. I oh, so we were listening to the original version. John so. Painter says. Okay. So here he's going to show the final all version. the danger. All right. So let's listen he's to taking out all Van the danger. Halen quantized okay I'll be real with you. Uh, I wouldn't have noticed a goddamn thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. This time I don't really hear that much of a difference. It just sounds less fun. I don't know. All right. You could have fooled me. Sorry, I mean, I don't have no, it's like a demo version of the song. It only sounds different to me, I think, because I know how it really goes. But like, if I heard this first. I think I would know anything. Like, even that it was tinkered with. Okay. I think our brains just assume that it's quantized. You know what I mean? Like, as you can whoa. clearly tell. Yeah. <laughs> That's a baby that did that uh, production video, by the way. So, we also have a little feedback. We have a little email address here. At the Metal Injection Livecast. It's hate mail at metalinjection.net. If you want to, uh, you know, send us an email, talk to us, ask us a question, you're listening, yeah, we curse say something out. on the show, curse us out, you know, you could send it, send us an email, like a traditional email, or, you know, record a voice memo with your voice and email us that. Or yeah, email us a video. Curse us out, I want to hear your voice cursing. I want to hear the passion. 
Uh, if you're going to send us a voice memo, definitely do it with your voice. <laughs> or you could do it with that program, like autocorrect your voice. Oh, record it out of sync first yeah. and then fix it. Send us both versions. We'll pick which one we think is more commercially viable. <laughs> so it's Rob, our, our good friend Rob. Uh, he goes... Are there any songs you like that contain offensive lyrics? And I don't mean like Cannibal Corpse. For instance, I've always liked Oliver's Army by Elvis Costello, but only this year I realized it contained the phrase one more window, one less white N-word. And Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA, which says, send me off to a foreign land to go and kill the yellow man. Is it okay to still like and listen to these songs now? Should they be banned or censored or left alone as a piece of history? Well, born in the year. I, hear, Ol- I hear Oliver's Army on the 70s music TV channel a lot, and they just kind of slur the last two words. So it sounds very weird and distract. I, I think it means censor the last two words. So it's very weird and distracting, like a glitch in the song. So what are we going to say, Darren? I was going to say, I think Born in the USA is satirical. Like, he's not advocating calling Chinese people or Asians yellow men. It's like, from the point of view of the people sending him yeah. to... Yeah, to that's war. how I interpret it, too. Yeah. They're racist, you know. But Because I mean, uh, the whole song is anti-war, so... I don't think it's the character saying yellow man. But uh, I would say... Uh, well, to segue into the playlist, uh, I chose a DMX song this week um and he's one of you know i mean the song i picked uh is one of like the three songs in his entire catalog that is a not a big hit and also b not extremely in the problematic zone so yeah he's got a lot of shit like homophobic outright homophobic stuff and uh, you know, a song about I'm gonna rape your 15 year old daughter, and you know all that. While you watch, yeah. So it's intense. But I still enjoy DMX. Like I, yeah. to me, that's you know he he was in that late 90s to to early 2000s period where everyone was trying to top each other and like over the top lyrics and stuff before it all became about like being the CEO of the Rock and all that stuff, yeah. like being a billionaire and I'm and a magnate it was more like being a crazy fuck that'll kill anybody yeah he was extremely good at it so i see it as theater but it's a lot of shit that's easily cancelable now yeah uh Uh, and, and and also to uh go on his question like i think it's fine to listen to music with problematic lyrics if you recognize what's problematic it's fine uh i don't think What's worse, music with problematic lyrics or music without problematic lyrics, but made by a problematic person? What's worse? uh, I think I'm more conflicted about the second thing. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm more conflicted about the second. Like, I've stopped listening to artists. Not that I would force anyone else to stop listening to them but just personally it's hard to listen to them based on what i know about the person who mm. who uh creates the music yeah if it makes the music yeah. less enjoyable then yeah you stop listening i don't to know it. that I, I, I don't know that i've done that with anybody like i still listen to michael jackson you know i don't i stopped listening out. to megadeth for a while uh because it was just like 
I was just very annoyed with Dave Mustaine. <laughs> I just, and it was hard to separate, but I mean, I, I listen to it now. Uh, and to answer the original question, uh, I would say like some of Carnivore's lyrics don't really hold up. Race but war, I really maybe? Race war specifically. But I think much like Born in the USA, it's like a character saying that. It's not Peter Steele being in the race war. It's the the character of the album because it's a concept album about I could see, uh, yeah. the, the wars of the end times. Uh, and so... Because uh, I've talked to people about this, <laughs> and and, uh, and and we've we've agreed that that's what it is. I could um, see that, uh, like, I, I mean, I could see Peter Steele being straightforwardly racist or whatever, but I could also see that as plausible deniability. At yeah. least that that was what they were intending to do. And the, sure, the other thing, I mean, like to compare it to like Born in the USA, for instance, I can't imagine anybody listens to the lyrics of Born in the USA and is like, yeah, Bruce Springsteen hates Asian people just like I do. But I can imagine racist people listening to Carnivore and being like, yeah, he wrote this song for me. This guy right. feels the way I do. Awesome. Oh, there are. There well, are I don't know if you know this, but Donald Trump would play "Born in the USA" yeah. at his rallies, I don't and I think it was because of the "Yellow Man" lyric, though. No, but, it, but people do misunderstand it. Yeah. But, but it goes to your point. People are misunderstanding the I point of the song. Fair. I guess that's fair. So it totally does happen with anything, uh, with any art. It's any art can get misinterpreted. Uh, so, am I blasting Carnivore when I'm driving with my windows down in my car? No. <laughs> no, I will lower the volume. I will change the track. <laughs> I will not be blasting race war, but it's a fun song. <laughs> nice shirt. What do you? Do? I do want to mention. I'm wearing a Mamo Raba shirt. Use your microphone voice, please. Well, I want. I want the, the mic is in the way of the design. I want to show it off, and maybe we'll we'll cut a little excerpt here uh, for our social media. And I want to I want to show off the shirt and mention that we're going to have some sales over the next oh. few weeks. So go to metalinjection.net slash livecast merch. Check. I believe uh, later this week there's going to be a sale. Shirts are 13 bucks. We also have all our designs are available as shirts, stickers, tote bag, uh, phone case, notepads. Yeah. Baby onesie. Uh, coffee mugs. Adult onesie if you're a small person. <laughs> Zuper masks. You can get a life cast Zuper mask. It's just a regular mask, but oh. we call it a super mask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, so that, that you could do that. What was I talking about right before I got off on my merch? Uh, you race love war? race war. <laughs> How you bump race war in the low rider. Yeah. No, something else. There had to be something else. No, that was it. No. And you stopped yourself because yeah. you noticed how good you looked at your shirt. Oh. Cut okay. yourself off to talk about it. Well, I look great. Listen, yeah. Raba, I'm going to let you finish, but I'll <laughs> talk about how good I look in this shirt. Uh, and yeah, oh, let's talk about the, the playlist. So we have a Spotify playlist. Every week we add, we each add a song to the playlist. And uh, what song did you guys add this week? Let, you guys go first. Darren, Darren you already mentioned. sort of mentioned it, so you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was the song? DMX, I played. I, like I said, I had to find a song that was live cast friendly. Not that I would, would, you know, wouldn't play a song of profanity, but some of the themes in a lot of his songs are a little iffy. So uh, the song I picked was fucking with D. 
from his first album. And I wish DMX well, doesn't look good, but uh, he's to me just, you know, one of the realest rappers. Like, you know, there's no pretense. Like, you know, you hear him talk uh, off of a record just in an interview. He's the same fucking guy. Like, there's no artifice and there's no character. I mean, he is the character. That's his life that he's put pouring into the song. So that's like a rare quality in hip hop and in like really all the music, I guess. So. This just reminded me that I believe we've talked about this on the show at the time, but Noah and I, when we went uh, to the 70,000 tons of metal cruise, uh, the second time we went, DMX was we, there. we went, we stayed in Miami. We showed up a day early to, to stay in Miami to make sure we wouldn't miss boarding because the year prior Noah's flight got delayed and she almost missed. So she's like, uh, we can't travel the day of. We need to travel the day before. Sure. And so we went out for a night on the town in Miami. And, you know, in South Beach, there's basically like one main avenue where all the uh, not just like the clubs, but like diners, all that stuff is. And we're just walking down this block and there's DMX with his fucking crew just getting out of a diner. Wow. And, and I, I distinctly remember the wonderful scent of of beautiful trees being <laughs> burnt up Probably smelled uh, on South around Beach his anyway. vicinity yeah yeah it could have just been someone else in south beach for sure <laughs> uh but yeah I, th- that just reminded me that like we ran into dmx and i was like oh that's that's dmx <laughs> did not get a photo right because again he was with his posse he didn't want to interrupt his hang did you bark at him <laughs> he must hate that come on <laughs> you know he gets that everywhere he fucking goes you know, I wonder if he's like an approachable kind of guy for pictures and stuff. Like, do you think at the time I remember he was in a good mood, like he was a little, you know, a little buzzed <laughs> uh, and people were approaching him for photos. He was he was cordial. He oh, wasn't really? a dick about it. Yeah, he was in a good mood. I feel like he'd be a wild card. Or it yeah, depends you know, on it depends day. on the day. Yeah, he could be the nicest guy or he could like threaten to punch you in the mouth. Just depends. Re- I agree. He reminds me of uh, New Jack in that way. Like, I feel like you could get New Jack on the right day. He'll sit down and laugh with you and give you all the kind of stories about wrestling and stuff. And then if you catch him on the wrong day, he'll slice up your forehead. <laughs> That's right. I totally believe that. And uh, I guess that just reminded me, we didn't really mention this earlier, but really quickly. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne tonight is being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. WWE legend Ozzy Osbourne being inducted into the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And the celebrity wing has such respected luminaries uh, in there, such as Drew. Mike Francis isn't in there, but Drew Carey is. Yep. Kid Rock is. William Shatner. Mm Mm-hmm. Our 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump. <laughs> also Pete in there. Rose, too. Pete Rose as well. That's right. Yeah. It's the only Hall of Fame he's in. Uh, and Oz, that was the whole, does. They played that up when he yeah. went in the Hall of Fame. They, were, they had skits about how he's in the Hall of Fame and all that. In our Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ozzy does have a little bit of history with WWE. He appeared at WrestleMania 2. In the corner of the British Bulldogs as they oh won the tag God. team titles so dumb. against Captain Lou Albano. 35 what? years ago, he did one thing. He's in the Hall of Fame. That's not I the only thing. He also perf- he performed at SmackDown in 2007. And then in 2009, he was the guest host of Raw. 
<laughs> so all of those yeah. memorable appearances. Yeah. He doesn't ever. remember those appearances. You know, was, everybody who ever did a guest starring role on Law and Order was a host of Raw at some point. You know yeah, that, and they right? all should be inducted into the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. That's all. It's, it's crazy to me, though. Like, they have all of these people like Ozzy Osbourne. He's appeared three times. And they, right. and they which, look, I totally understand why they're doing this. They're doing this to just get some form of mainstream yeah. musical. They're doing it to get the publicity of music websites, such as Metal Injection, to write about the Hall of Fame. And they want to cheer Sharon up. She's had a rough few weeks. <laughs> Everybody who ever played a waiter on Psych was a host of Raw once. <laughs> But like the thing for me is like, how is Cindy Lauper not in the Hall of Fame? Like she's an actual celebrity that actually had a huge effect. On she's business. not that like, famous anymore. She does like psoriasis yeah. commercials. Now. That's yeah. the thing. It's she, like they can't get anything out of her. But Mr. T, they inducted two years ago, three years ago or something like that. Or they, they when was it? Was it 30? I think it was for 30. They Maybe well, that was because there was like WWE is racist claims and they were like, hey, let's induct a black guy. Who do we know? Yeah, could be. It's probably you know, like that. About Cindy Lauper, though, uh, I think Vince has beef with her because she had a, a relationship with Stephanie McMahon when she was underage. So, that's oh, no. no, that's Macho Man, and that's <laughs> oh, a rumor. Sorry. Oh, okay. That's a rumor. That's not been confirmed. Well, I was talking about Cindy Lauper, and that's confirmed. <laughs> it's not confirmed at all. All right, fine. I have my sources. Yeah, I like, <laughs> like all informational sources. Are these like the same as like the, the sources for zombies and all yes. that? I like to just be neutral as possible. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Girls just want to have fun. Uh, With Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> yeah, well, she's a girl. It's perfect. Uh, Sid, did you say what song you picked? I picked Our Time by The Suicide Machines. One of my oh. beloved ska punk bands of the mid 90s or at least for a couple albums they were ska punk they sort of changed genres by the album to diminishing effect every single time they did it but this is off their first album their best album now i'm a big fan of that album banger yeah we used to listen to that driving up to philly to see roh Mm -hmm. shows that's when i got into the suicide machines uh and i picked brood of hatred from suffocation i was listening to pierced from within uh earlier this week and i was i i was blasting it on my home entertainment system which i don't typically do and i was just blown away by the bass drops it sounded like i have and this is an album from like 1995 or 96 95 and uh the bass drop sound like a modern hip-hop song it was so good it was so loud and intense, and I, I very much enjoyed it. And I think, uh, I think you will as well. So, pierced from within. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you were going to get an internal organ pierced, which one would you do? Spleen. Okay. I think Maybe the wrong. prostate because it's like the easiest. It <laughs> right? might feel good every time you wiggle. Yeah, come a little. That every actually, that's wiggle. that's Showtime. the winner. By the way, pierced organ still more pleasant than Piers Morgan. <laughs> I heard Rob uh, related to that pierced, uh, pierced from within because he has often had like a rib shard. Uh, he swallowed a rib hastily, a bone, and it would like pierce something from within. Yeah, <laughs> so it poke even poke through his surface uh, skin. Oh. 
squeeze it out his belly button. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have the image of a rib poking out of Rob's belly. Tutorino, get on that Photoshop. Thank you. Pierce from Within was the first name of a certain Yelp review site that we're not going to name. <laughs> That's his live journal. It's just his deep, dark, private thoughts. <laughs> Love it. All right. Well, as we wind it down, uh, we got to give a shout out to our top livecast fans of the week. Peter Steele. Peter Steele. Peter Steele voice. Oh, I was going to do it in the Noah voice since we didn't have Noah here today. Okay, fair enough. So if you want to be a top live cast fan, we mentioned our Patreon before. We have the $5 tier, which is our entry tier, which gives you access to the bonus episodes, access to video versions of our free episodes. And then the $10 tier, you get all of that. Plus, you get this little shout out at the end of the show. Every week. Let me clear my throat. Can to do this? That's a different That's Doug- rapper. Yeah, Dougie Fresh. Not Come on, Rob. Max. Come on now. Jerk. Okay. <gasps> We're going to have to shut time. you down. Open up shop. <laughs> it's time for the top live cast fans of the week. Like Eric and Rob Canoosh, a.k.a. Justin and Benjamin and El Gitarino. Do you have blood and, in your throat now? And Dan R. And Mindy Mayer's Kipper. And Krog Destroyer. <laughs> and Samson, I am Sinaiisan. Gender. The Crustacean Sensation, aka God Stomper. Ash Bosnob. Dallas. Rob Vampiro. Lando Dex. Patchers. I think you skipped one. Hugo likes tacos. Scooby Doo 182. And Douglas, who are you, Levison? Those are our top live cast fans of the week. Thank you. They're great. For being a fan. All of you people are anarchists. You people. Are fans. You said we had a, a, a que- an email, didn't we? Did we do that? Yeah, I read it. The, ro- the email from Rob about oh, the yeah, offensive yeah, yeah. songs. Sorry about that. That's right. So, it was so insightful, I thought you wrote it. Hmm. Well, that's our show, anarchy. folks. Sid, Sid is, is complimenting Rob. It's complete anarchy. It was sarcasm. See, if I was wearing a mask, he would have never known. And and by a, a complete anarchy, I mean a rigid structure of governmental rules and regulations. <laughs> and with that, we bid you adieu. Don't forget to check out our merch this week, metalinjection.net slash livecast merch. We will see you next Tuesday. Bye.